0: Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, we had a couple new brand new episodes for you. Episode 306 with Nicholas from DM Transportation. And we talked all about the incredible things they are doing in last mile delivery at Home Delivery World. So go and check that out because you want to learn more about who they are, what they do, and if you're looking for a company like DM Transportation, we dive into who is their ideal client and how can they help you. So go and check that out. We also closed out our Driving Your Parcel Performance mini series with Sifted, and I was joined by Cameron Clark for the fourth and final episode to dive into Sifted Virtual Sandbox. We talked about simulation, contract modeling, internal visibility, external carrier management, and empowering businesses to negotiate with confidence in a very challenging environment. And as we go into general rate increases and moving into peak season now's the time you definitely want to go and listen to that. So if you missed any of those episodes, you're going to want to check it out. You can catch up over on letstalksupplychain.com on our YouTube channel or anywhere else that you subscribe to the show. So DM Transportation was episode 306 and the mini series is episode 301, 303, 305 and 307. And now a word from our sponsor. It's time to take control over your supply chain with Cavallo. Cavallo is a distribution management solutions provider founded by an experienced distributor who spent two decades perfecting and optimizing Cavallo's high-powered user-friendly software. Cavallo offers the ability to have complete control of your process with automated workflows that offer business rules and alert logic that will streamline your distribution operations. Leverage Cavallo's state-of-the-art business intelligent platform that provides real-time intelligence of your customers' orders, alerting you if they are out of compliance or even better, bringing awareness to areas in your business that are driving exceptional value. With a data-driven approach to supply chain management, Cavallo enables a network of cloud, on-prem, and integrated solutions that offer a path to excellence no matter where you are in your technical journey. For more information on how to accelerate growth with Cavallo's business intelligent platform and its game-changing distribution management software, visit Cavallo, C-A-V-A-L-L-O.com today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. Today, I'm joined by a company who are asking all logistics, transportation, and warehousing brands one big question. When it comes to your workplace, how safe is safe enough? I know that's got you thinking, right? But who is asking that million-dollar question? Well, I'll let you know after the poll of the week. So the question we asked you, what is the most important factor to consider when choosing a carrier? 83% 83% of you said reliability. Now, this is over 600 votes. 11% of you said sustainability. 3% of you said storage capacity. And 3% of you said other. And we had a lot of great comments. Ahmed said, I would say it's not only one factor, but many. Dustin, as important as sustainability is, and it will become increasingly more Um, going forward, reliability is just so vital. Tristan, there are many factors to consider, but I think one of the biggest is around relationships. Having a healthy and engaged relationship is key. We also had Sukarni. Um, You might want to consider capability, safety management, which is what we're talking about today, cost competitiveness. And David says management. So thank you so much to everybody who participated in the poll of the week. Remember, we do ask you a question every single Wednesday morning. And if you want to be featured on an upcoming episode, make sure to comment and engage. Now back to today's podcast and which leading safety focused product innovator is joining me today? Well, it's Ideal Warehouse. With more than 1,100 warehouse and loading dock safety products in their arsenal, Ideal Warehouse's products help save lives. They prevent injury and minimize damage and downtime. Founded in 1982, they've long been passionate about providing products and equipment to warehousing and manufacturing facilities that make them safer places to work, protecting people as well as enhancing productivity profitability, and timely delivery. Today, Dirk, Director of Marketing at Ideal Warehouse, joins me to chat all about the company, what they do, their thousand product safety story, the importance of strategic prevention, and their passion for helping to ensure that the world supply chain never breaks a link. But before we dive in, let's find out just a little bit more about Dirk. Dirk has enjoyed over 30 years in the material handling field, concentrating most of that with solutions that help companies improve safety, asset protection, sustainability, and ROI at their loading docks and in their warehouses. Combining his technical background with strong sales and marketing experience, Dirk has helped educate equipment service organizations throughout the continent and beyond on helping their customers get the most benefit from ideal warehouse innovation solutions. Dirk resides in the Greater Toronto area in Canada with his wife and two adult sons. So welcome to the show, Dirk.
1: Thanks, Sarah. So happy to be here.
0: I'm really excited to be here with you because we're fellow Canadians and I don't get a ton of chances to interview Canadian companies. And I love to do a deep dive into what you guys are doing because I think what you're doing in the space is so relevant that I'm really glad that our audience is going to get a chance to learn more about you and learn more about Ideal Warehouse today. So let's get started with your founder journey. Um, You weren't in supply chain from the very beginning, and now you're in marketing and supply chain. So talk to us about that journey and what that's looked like for you.
1: It's exciting. It's funny you say that I'm not in supply chain and I wasn't in supply chain before because the reality is, as I was, I just didn't know it. You
0: didn't know it. Yeah.
1: So, no. I, so I, I would say I'm dating myself here, but I'm going to say the journey started about 30 years ago. Okay. And I signed on with Ideal Warehouse Innovations. We weren't called that back then. Okay. A lot of change over the years. Yeah. And uh, the cool part has really been back then we were, we were all told, us new employees, we manufacture loading dock equipment. Okay. <laughs> and, I'm, you know, back then I felt like, or at least it seemed to me as a young man, that the industry was very siloed. So you had your loading dock stuff happening here. You had manufacturing happening here. Yes. And even loading dock stuff, you had, um, mm-hmm. uh, you had uh, uh, receiving on this side and shipping on that side. So it was all very siloized. And yeah. I think over the years what's happened is everybody's understood that this is now a vital link in what yeah. we call the supply chain. Because if the, if the goods aren't coming in the door, they're not going out the door. So they're uh, not getting
0: that exactly,
1: money. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So loading docks are very, very important. Yeah. So that's kind of where my journey started. Marketing hasn't always been my forte, but now I love the fact love it, that right? we're doing marketing on purpose with this organization. Mm-hmm. And the thrill for me is we're finding people that have safety challenges in their workplaces right. and connecting them with not only our solutions, but partners that can provide them with the help that they need. Yeah, and the people
0: really make our industry, right? Supply chain and logistics are all about the people. And if we don't take care of them first, we're really not going to have a supply chain. And, you know, consumers are going to be very disappointed. So I'm glad that we're going to be talking about that today. But before we do, you do a lot over at Ideal Warehouse. So talk to us exactly what you do.
1: So my job is to run the marketing team, uh, which has grown over the years. We've, uh, we specialize in not only reaching out to clients who are looking for our services, but also we manage our complete product line. So from soup to nuts, part of the R&D process, developing products, and then bringing them to the marketplace. And then also working with the sales team and the distribution teams to, to make it to implement it all for the customers. It's an exciting journey. For yeah, sure. so
0: what exactly are those services that you're offering to your clients?
1: So we, our mantra here is protecting your people. So okay. we are looking for opportunities both at the loading dock and have expanded our services just to inside the warehouse and okay. inside the manufacturing facilities. So anything to do with making the loader do- loading dock a safer place or uh, protecting people that are um, doing their work inside the facility.
0: Yeah, and there's so many moving parts in a warehouse, right? Yeah. There's people on forklifts, there's drivers dropping off product or picking up product. Yeah. So there's so many touch points on that. And For you sure. literally say that you save lives. For sure. So walk us through your product safety story.
1: Well, it's, it's a long one and we don't have all the time in the world. But let me key in on a few different areas that, yeah. here. So if you look inside the facility, one of the things we wanted to talk about today was our forklift safety accessories and our guarding line inside okay. the facility what you've got is you've got people interacting with machines or in, in the same place as the machines are doing their job and i see countless facilities that are like that so one of the simple ways we help is prevent pr- uh, provide guarding systems to help delineate people from things that move and okay. those, those dangers so it's a very simple modular design we go a little step further too when we say hey there's uh The forklift itself is actually a dangerous piece of equipment. So we have, I think, probably over close to 40, uh, sorry, 20 um, different accessories that can be attached onto the forklift to make the ride safer for the operator. Wow. And it gives more visibility for the people that are around around those forklifts. So everything from uh, warning lights to um, products that help position the load properly on the forklift or in the rack nice so yeah so that's one of the areas that we play in
0: and the sounds i would imagine right
1: yeah sure there's beeping horns everywhere (laughs) and and everything yes (laughs) that's
0: all that's one of the things that i remember from working in a warehouse right yeah is all the sounds and which ones do they actually mean because some mean reverse and some mean that they're coming and all of that kind of stuff so i love that so we want to talk about some of the products in your wheelhouse that really nobody would expect you to have or maybe it's something that we don't think about as warehouse operators that are out there on the market that can help us do our jobs. So talk to us about that.
1: I love this place you're taking us here, Sarah, because uh, one of the things that we, well, I call them the group of our mad scientists. So we have an an engineering group and an R&D group that uh, basically takes a customer's inquiry or or unmet need that doesn't fit into the box of our other solutions and says, let's develop something that's a little bit more unique, a little bit more, um, creative to, uh, to help solve that problem. So I'll give you a couple of examples. Yeah, please. Our, our team recently built a system for a flatbed truck to go to the loading dock, be loaded by a forklift. Now here's, here's the risk. The risk is the forklift is now coming out onto that flatbed is, yeah. and could drop off one side to, or the other. Right. There's not really any guarding systems there. So our team built a full-length guarding system on the outside that the tractor and uh, pulls the flatbed into. And now the forklift can uh, much more efficiently wow. load and unload the trailer and no risk of uh, jumping off to the sides. That's one cool one. Another one that's actually turned into a complete product line is we had people that were uh, doing maintenance in high bay racking, uh, high density racking. And they were climbing up. I mean, in the old days, people would just climb up the oh, racking, do the thing that needed to yep. be done. And there's a significant risk of, uh, of, uh, of fall in that situation. So the industry said, well, let's tie off to the rack system and let's do that. Some industry said, well, you can't do that. So we're not fixing the problem. Right. So you can figure out the, the conundrum that's created there. So we developed an actual, uh, it's called the maintenance and retrieval cart. It's an engineered safety cage. I like to call it the shark tank because that gives you <laughs> kind of the idea of what okay. this thing looks like. Yeah. I can it's, totally it's, picture it's that. It's positioned into whatever bay of racking, mm-hmm. the, the repair work needs to be done. Yep. And then it drives up the pallet flow racking or the uh, the uh, the rack system to wherever the spot is. The worker is completely safely contained inside the cage. They're tied off wow. to engineered anchor points. They do their work. And the best part is you can get a drill in the hardware store and that powers it. Because really? there's no power up there. And it's just wow. like a little uh, little, train that goes up and down the rack system so it's uh yeah those were a couple of the fun projects and you know not known for it but uh certainly a cool solution
0: yeah and not something that we're really thinking about i mean i remember when i was in logistics we had to move coney elevators and those were on flatbeds and we had to use regular forklifts and our guys were really really good and really well trained yeah but I can tell you we probably should have given you a call because it yeah. was not necessarily, you know, right. safe every single time and they're going out of the warehouse, trying to bring these big long escalators, right, in and out of the warehouse. Right. You know, it can cause all sorts of challenges. So let's talk about some of the common challenges that you see that your customers have, um, you know, when they come to you, or maybe there's some myths within the warehousing space or the safety space that we want to debunk today.
1: Sure. Well, that's a that could be a long answer too but let's let you know let's go some to something simple and i think sure. one of the things we talked about earlier on was planning as part of the safety process and i think you know planning that things don't go wrong is a really really smart move the yeah. second most important move is in a large facility is involving all of the key players in the decision-making process in, in coming up yes. with a solution, right?
0: Collaboration, yeah. I always say collaboration exactly. is the future
1: of business. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean there's people we've had uh, safety solutions that have been purchased by a couple of people make the decision in the facility then it gets implemented and then a, a challenge is discovered in yeah. how that thing is used in their right. environment. So when you are you know off um, uh, help the entire group get involved yep. from the people that are using the uh, the device to uh, all the way up to the people that are justifying the ROI expenditure, when that whole group comes together and builds that decision together, mm-hmm. chances are the solution is much better. Absolutely. So really, when we take the team approach, it's uh, it's always more successful.
0: So when you're talking to your customers, what's one big area that they're focusing on right now that they've never really focused on before? Because obviously, yeah. you know, you've seen a lot. being in the industry for as long as you have. And there's been an evolution. Sure. And there's been an evolution really quickly over the last couple of years as well, right? Yes. So what have you seen evolve? What are companies really focused on at the moment?
1: So I'm sure there's lots of ways to answer this question. I'll give you my take on (laughs) one of them and one that we've made a significant investment in to help people with. And that is, you know, pre-pandemic, we talked about the toxic uh, workplace um, fumes manufacturing processes that are creating fumes, dust control and things like that in facilities. Yeah. Well, okay, now we get into a pandemic situation and it's a whole new conversation. And it's not that those things have gone away, those are still needs. Yeah. But now we get into a place where people are saying, wow, the air that you and I exchange potentially Mm -hmm. has viruses, it has bacteria, and all kinds of other things in it that we necessarily don't want uh, to have communicated, per yeah, se, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so one of the things that we've done, and it was really cool, we found a study, and there's lots of studies out there, but the White House commissioned a study by Berkeley Labs, and they found that 30% less illness happens when the workplace's air has been cleaned. Wow, and if you that's think a of,
0: pretty big number. Well, yeah, and you think about yeah. how many
1: employees are in an organization, and you think about the sheer dollars uh, that we're talking about yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So it's a really important topic. Yep. So we ended up partnering with a couple of great organizations to uh, launch a complete line of air filtration systems. Okay. And it's led by a product we call the Atomic Air, and is it I is. I like the name. I know it's a cool name, right? <laughs> and uh, it, it's basically a four foot by four foot by eight foot box that is rolled into a facility, plugged in and suddenly it starts filtering the air. So what it does, and it does a couple of things, it filters the air so it's a cleaner place to work, but a couple more things are, because it sucks the air through the filters in the bottom and expels it through the top, it's actually doing what we call destratifying the air. So you've got all kinds of hot, heated air accumulating at the top of the facility. It's not being used down here where it needs to. So when you do this cycle, suddenly you're now bringing air to the people that need it and conditioned air to the people Amazing. that need it. And there's energy savings in there. So wow. you've got the ROI of the less illness and you've yeah. also got the ROI of energy savings.
0: It's like a win, win, win for everybody. Totally,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're having a lot of fun with that line and, uh, yeah. and talking to a lot of people. It's a pretty cool, cool uh, product line for us.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So talk to us about onboarding a client, right? Because if I'm in the audience, right. one of the biggest questions is, Who do I need to get involved? How long is this gonna take me? So talk to us about what that looks like.
1: I think there's two kinds of people that come to us. There's people that have done a lot of work and homework. And I mean, let's face it, there's there's information out there everywhere for people to digest, not just from our company, but from others in the same Mm -hmm. uh, space. So a lot of people come to us already educated those people can come to our website, they can peruse our, our offering, there's web tools there that can guide them to potentially the right solution, oh, okay. right? And then, then they can come connect with us. At that point, and in the other point, which is, I don't know what's, what to do here, let me make a right. call, right? We take, <laughs> those, sure we take those calls too. Um, <laughs> in either of those cases, we're going to learn more about that company and those needs that they have, and then we're going to help them with the solution and then connect them with one of our trusted partners okay. who will then go and take care of a turnkey service of installation and service nice. of the equipment if it needs it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of how we do.
0: Easy peasy. Now, right. if I'm sitting in the audience and sort of wondering what I need to look like to be an ideal client for you, is right. there a geography location? Is there an industry? What questions maybe am I asking myself? Right that would leave, lead me to want to pick up the phone and call you? Okay.
1: I would say, uh, first of all, the people that we work most closely with mm-hmm. and the people that appreciate our solutions most are those that have a deep safety culture.
0: Right. So okay. if,
1: if, if every day they wake up and people in the facility are saying, how can I make this a better place to work? Yeah. Those are great clients for us. Yeah. If they have multiple dock positions and large facilities, then that's a really perfect match, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I, I would say those are the, the key the key people. I, but we we work globally, mostly okay. in North America of, of course, yep. but uh, certainly uh, have a care or have a good footprint.
0: Yeah, and what kind of questions am I asking myself? Like I know that if you've got a really big safety culture, that makes sense. Yep. But if if I don't but I have concerns, right. what questions am I maybe asking myself to be like ideal client or ideal warehouse, I need to give you a call.
1: Right. I, well, I would say we, we focus on a two spaces. In other words, I have a loading dock issue, or I have an implant issue, whereby okay. somebody is going to hit something or be hit by something.
0: Shouldn't really be doing this.
1: Shouldn't really, yeah, exactly, exactly. Or something that you're you're looking at a situation and saying, hey, you know, I, I don't think this is the right approach. This yeah, doesn't I can do seem, it better. yeah, yeah. There's yes. got to be a better way, kind of thing, right? So so those kind of questions really say okay, now I know what space I'm in, I'm gonna contact Ideal Warehouse Innovations and uh, we're gonna figure it out.
0: Yeah, and really give you a call. And you don't need to have all the answers before you call, or if you're in the audience, call Ideal Warehouse, right?
1: Exactly, Because exactly. you
0: could call and just be like, listen, this is not, not sitting right with me, or I think we need to make some changes. Right. What do you suggest? And you would do a consulting call, I would assume. For
1: sure, for yeah, sure. Absolutely,
0: yeah. great. So you've run us through a couple of examples yeah. uh, within this uh, interview already. Yeah. Walk us through one where a customer came to you with a specific challenge. Yeah. T- tell us about the solution that you provided yeah. and then what exactly was the ROI and benefit?
1: Gotcha. So uh, this, is a, this is a bit of a tragic story that has a really good outcome in my opinion. Okay. So it's a, it's a large automotive manufacturer came to us with a huge problem. So if you think about the outside of the dock where the trailer is positioning on the dock approach, Uh, And we have a product that's called a trailer stand. So a trailer stand, i got to go back in time here a bit to talk about trailer collapse prevention before I tell the rest of this story. Trailer collapse prevention is when the trailer is positioned at the loading dock, the tractor decouples from that, goes on to do other things, and the trailer is now uh, left spotted there, and they do their loading and unloading. The risk is that there are two, what we call landing gear, the two legs at the front of the trailer, right? Uh, and sometimes those aren't well-maintained. So what can happen is as the forklift is coming in and out, the load is moving and one leg could fail, and now the trailer comes crashing down to one side or the other. That's the biggest risk. There are other risks, but that's the major one. So the solution that came about, I'm gonna say about 20 years ago, was to position something else under the nose. We've refined that and created a whole trailer stand category of products that you can wheel, place, and push into place underneath the trailer. And it gives you that secondary support so that when the trailer is moving, it's not going to collapse. So that's the category of product that we have. And users around the world have adopted this type of technology to do this. And I can in- see why. Yeah. I mean,
0: that's, that's a pretty big safety component. It's not something that I ever really thought about, right. but now you're talking about it. I mean, all of that movement yeah. and that big of a risk for somebody to be taking going in and out of that container. I mean, yeah. that's a lot.
1: So we've got a lot of people adopting that technology, okay. and uh, including this company that came to us. They're placing trailer stands manually, and they've bought into that program. Their facilities are safe. The accident and the tragedy that happened is a worker was out positioning trailer stands in the dock approach and was struck by a shunt truck or a yard jockey okay. uh, trying to anchor to a trailer. Okay. And unfortunately, it was a fatality. And. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a horrible, horrible situation. I can't even imagine it, not only for the, for the worker and their families, yeah. but the, the facility, all the people that were working there yeah. that day. And then you think about the business ramifications of that, the costs associated with that. Right. It's, it's something you never want to happen. And it's unfortunate that it happened. This company said, we have no choice. We have to lock down the dock approach. So no more people are going out to the dock approach. Right. So the great thing is, is that is going to prevent that tragedy from happening. The problem, however, is now they don't have anybody that can place the trailer stands right. in place. So you're you're fixing one situation and creating another. So uh, so they came to us and said, hey, you know, can you help us? You guys are the pros at this, right? And let us. Uh, so our R and D team went to uh, went to town um, and tried a several different designs. They came up with one key product called the shuntable trailer stand. And what this is, it's a large trailer stand device that sits in the dockyard. And the, the, after the yard jockey places the trailer, it goes out yeah. and picks the shuntable trailer stand up and drives it underneath the, the trailer. So nobody has to get out of the cab. No okay. people are in That's harm's good. way. Yep. We've called that our no boots on the ground solution. Okay. And then we've taken that one step further with this company and designed what we call our ground mounted trailer restraint. So okay. this is installed at the nose of the trailer, in the ground. Once the trailer has backed in and is in position, Automatically from inside, either with a push button or as part of the sequence of operations, these two arms come up and rise up to meet the underside of the trailer and completely support it.
0: Yeah, I can see. So it's a
1: great automated way, and again, a no boots on the ground way to do it. Right. Plus, it plays into something else, which is becoming more and more uh, a factor, which is the automated dock and automated loading. Yep. So it's all ready for that kind of situation for those companies that adopt it.
0: So I guess the ROI and the benefit from that kind of situation is obviously to prevent that from happening again, but also to empower your employees and let them know that you're thinking about their safety as well. And I'm sure it's probably made things a little bit more efficient, so they're probably even saving some time and some money as well.
1: That's a great point. There is actual financial ROI beyond that human component, which is it takes less time just to make a trailer stay safe right. for, for loading and unloading now. Yeah. Whereas they, you know, a person would either have to come out of the yard jockey, place yeah. the trailer stand, go back in, or come from the building and, yeah. th- and do all that. So yeah. Uh, yeah Thank you're you right.
0: for sharing that. Thank you, you for sharing that. I mean, it's an example that we can all learn from and it also shows why safety is so important in this industry. Sure. Because again, I go back to what I said at the beginning, is that people are the most important part of our logistics and supply chain industry, and we do need to protect them. So let's talk about the future. What does the future hold for Ideal Warehouse?
1: Ideal Warehouse, and our name is a little longer, it's Ideal Warehouse Innovations, and we keep the innovations there because that's for us what it's all about. We talked about a couple of key areas, which are the air that we breathe, and the loading dock safety aspect of it. So our R&D team is constantly looking for better ways to do that we have uh, in R&D right now figuring out more efficient ways to clean the air that we breathe as well as you know how do we make how do we uh, um, do a better job with this no boots on the ground how do we lower the cost of the overall cost of the solution such that more people can adopt this technology and basically keep people safer longer.
0: Ah, I love that so if the audience wants to learn more about what you do at Ideal Warehouse Innovations. Yes. Give us the website and tell them how they can get in touch.
1: Awesome, thank you. Idealwarehouse.com, very simple. There you'll find all our contact information and how to get in touch with us.
0: Great, well, as you can see, Safety is so important for the people that are working in the logistics and supply chain industry. And Ideal Warehouse Innovations is taking it to a whole nother level and making sure we're all safe within our warehousing locations, on the dock, outside of the dock, and so, so much more. So I hope that you go and check out their website, IdealWarehouse.com. Dirk, thank you so much, and to your team for coming on the show today.
1: Thank you, Sarah, it's great to be here.
0: Did you know that the average cost of losing an hourly supply chain worker has reached $19,607? And that recent research shows that 77% of hourly supply chain workers are considering a job change in the next three months. This could have a huge impact on your productivity bottom line and culture. Workstep is helping supply chain companies to better engage their distributed hourly workforce at scale. Understand the true reasons behind their workforce turnover and take actions to make positive changes and reduce attrition. Workstep has successfully helped many companies reduce their frontline worker turnover by up to 36%. Visit workstep.com to learn more. If you would like to hear more from us at Let's Talk Supply Chain, we have plenty more content for you featuring the best and the brightest in the industry. Head over to letstalksupplychain.com to check out the latest. And if you're looking for a solution to your supply chain challenge, we have most likely had them on the show. So go ahead and use that search bar on our website and all of the content and companies that you need to check out will come up. And remember to come back next week, which is going to be our Woman in Supply Chain episode with Grace from FreightWaves. I cannot wait for you to hear us dive into her journey. We've also got this month's episode of Blended, where I'll be joined by a brand new panel of guests to talk all about veterans. It has been a whole year since we dedicated an episode of the show to this incredibly important community. So I'm really looking forward to catching up on what's changed, perhaps what haven't changed, and diving deeper into a community quite alien to a lot of us so we can learn together, which is what we absolutely love to do on blended. So hopefully you don't miss either of those. If you like the show, there's a few ways that you can support us. You can follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're also over on TikTok. Subscribe to our newsletter at letstalksupplychain.com or And subscribe to our YouTube channel, Let's Talk Supply Chain. You can also find some really cool merch and purchase our exclusive supply chain dictionary in our shop at letstalksupplychain.com. Plus, Ships is an intelligent marketplace connecting shippers with the world's best service providers, freight forwarders, 3PLs, and NVOCCs. Communicate and share information throughout the quoting process while easily and securely comparing features, value, and prices. Save time, effort, and money as you book, track, and manage your freight and cargo shipments, start your journey on SHIPS. That's S-H-I-P-Z or Z.com today. And remember, if you would like to be featured on an upcoming episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, ship happens.